KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Today on We Sing Our Faith, you are going to meet a brand new artist to our program, Tony Manfredonia. And I really, in just my heart of hearts, am so excited to share him with all of you. He is raised in a musical Catholic family. His father has an EWTN affiliate radio station. Um, his music is varied. You are going to hear the most beautiful organ music. You are going to hear wonderful vocals. You are going to hear traditional prayer with traditional sounding instruments, as well as very contemporary music with just wonderful vocals and a heart that is so in love with his Catholic faith you are going to hear just amazing emotional testimony of the beauty and sanctity of marriage and so much more. But we are going to begin with a beautiful, beautiful song of his and how appropriate um, in any time of the year when we realize the magnitude of the love of Christ for each and every one of us, that he was willing to die for us that he was willing to make that journey um, to Calvary and at that three o'clock mercy hour, willing to die for each and every one of us that he loves so much that he would be our savior. So we're going to begin with Tony's song, Three in the Afternoon. Wherever you are listening today, you are about to be blessed.
Jesus gave a loud cry. Jesus gave a loud cry. Jesus gave a loud cry. And breathed his last. Today you are going to have a real treat as I introduce to you a brand new artist to our program, We Sing Our Faith, Tony Manfredonia. Now, am I saying that the right way, Tony? Yes, totally awesome. right. It's very phonetic. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> My husband's middle name is Manfred. <laughs> Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> so I had a little sneak preview on that one, being married to someone with the majority <laughs> of your last name. So nice. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get your start with Catholic music? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's, a, it's an honor. It's an honor to be here and to be chatting with you. So how I got started with Catholic music. So my mom, uh, her name is Cheryl. She is actually, so I'm in Michigan, but she's out in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I was born and raised kind of the Northeast Philadelphia area. Um, and so she has been literally a music minister for Catholic churches. I mean, literally, I was practically born <laughs> behind the orphanage. <laughs> you know, like, I grew up with that life. And my dad, for a while, he's in, he's in broadcasting. Uh, he does uh he has an EWTN affiliate radio, uh, domestic church media, it's called, in New Jersey. He did, you know, music ministry as well for for so many of those years. And so I kind of just grew with it anyways. So I was always, as a, you know, when I got into music, I would say, kind of, you know, my mom started teaching me piano, and uh, I started singing uh, with her at mass and my, and my siblings and stuff that I ended up, you know, kind of going into cantering, you know, so I'd be can at the canter for the mass and really just enjoyed singing and, and playing and playing music. But it really wasn't until much later, I guess, you know, even beyond high school that I started composing and creating music with, with a, a faith filled message, you know, like the Ave Maria that I, that I composed this unique blend of like, okay, I'm making music that is like, inherently catholic through and through and and sharing that but i'm also making music that kind of feels there's catholic undertones right it's the kind of music that anyone could listen to but there's a, there's a cat there's a distinctly catholic message 
without it being kind of in your face. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's a, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, I love that. And that honestly, that's been my husband's heart with Catholic music since and we've been married, we're coming up on 40 years in September. Um, oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. And that so some of your songs very much resonated, the ones that you that we're going to be sharing today. But there's just something beautiful to understand the difference between Catholic music that is liturgical, that has its place within the celebration of the sacred liturgy, and then that Catholic music that just ties us back to these beautiful faith truths on a day-to-day basis. And um, since you mentioned the Ave Maria first, can we listen to that one first today? Yes, All right. absolutely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this for our listeners, and then we're going to come back, and I want you to just give me maybe a two-minute chat on why you composed it in this particular way. So listeners, sure. this is a beautiful rendition of the Ave Maria. Wherever you're listening today, take a few moments right now and listen to the beauty of this prayer. So the beauty of this Ave Maria, tell us where this came from as far as yours, the the technique and the, the style of writing. Sure, sure. So 
thank you. The so I come from an interesting musical background where that it's I didn't really do a one straight path, you know, only classical music or only rock music or only singer songwriter or whatever it may be. But I kind of had this I always and I still do have this very unique blend of interests of, you know, soundtrack music. I love film soundtracks and stuff and classical music and singer songwriter and alt rock. And so this I felt number one and Ave Maria to me, I feel beckons for something meditative. And so what I wanted to do was kind of create this piece of music that felt accessible for everyone, you know, not only the singers, but the listeners. So stylistically, it comes from this place of kind of classical yet, you know, accessible modern fusion. Um, But then even when I decided to write it, it was actually when my wife was dealing with some health concerns, I suppose, I guess back in 2018 or so, I was kind of in this depressive state. And so even now when I listen to it and I listen back or even perform it, it always kind of takes me back to this idea of like a, like a, almost like I'm like yearning for help. You know, I feel like that is kind of whether or not I knew it at the time, there was sort of this beckoning quality to it. Like, you know, dear mother, please like help us, help, help us in this moment. And so while it's the Ave Maria text, I think musically, harmonically, all of that, there's this, there's this beckoning quality to it. Yeah, it's beautiful. um, Yeah. Yeah. That's a great description of it. It really is. And and for those, I mean, I know the the listeners who've been hearing the program for many years, I've shared this before, but the Ave Maria, that beautiful Hail Mary prayer, that truly is the supplicant child saying, Mother, please intercede for us now and at the hour of our death. And, you know, it's that, that beautiful prayer. So what a great, um, what a great way that you approached it. So I, I know we, we have limited time today, so I want to go through as many of your songs as we can for our sure. first time sharing you with our listeners. So can we go to the song Always Love? Would you talk yes. about this one? Yeah, so this actually comes from uh, my, I guess you could call it my debut album as a singer-songwriter outside of my you know other composing work. Uh, and I, I kind of approached it as a concept album about this idea of suffering. So, and as Catholics, we know that suffering is so important and we, we offer it up. And so this album is called Rosewater. This is the last song on the album. And it sums up this idea that, because my wife, my wife was dealing with these health concerns. We, we lost her dad. And so this album was kind of my response to that. Like, look, even amidst the health struggles, you know, the the, the strains this puts on our marriage, the strains this puts on so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to choose to, I'm going to choose to love you no matter what, right? There's this idea of love being both a feeling and, and I would say more importantly, an act of the will. Yeah. And so that's what this song is about. Oh, I love it. And listeners, again, you're hearing his heart. You're hearing just the beautiful heart of a man who loves the Lord and has the true understanding of what love is and how we as Christians, as Catholics, are able to embrace suffering and grow through it. So for the next few moments, just be very blessed as Tony sings for us now, Always Love. Darling 
What did you say? Do you wanna go out? Or do you wanna stay? Darling, why does it hurt to pray? I can't figure out what you feel I wish I had more answers. I wish it were pretend, darling. Keep holding tight, 'cause there's not much I can do for you. Sun goes down when you're on the ground and hurting. I will love, always love, even in the worst of times when it feels like there's no light. Over the sky, when there's darkness every night, the sun will always be there, burning bright. There's still a chance to see some light. Great message. I mean, truly, the uh, I remember hearing years ago different organizations that would help for like marriage prep and stuff. And the phrase that always struck me was, "It's a decision to love." 
And right. that the way that you describe that with the act of our free will, that's that's powerful. Um, right. Now, you've got a really beautiful song where you have shared the voice and the words of a beautiful, beautiful bishop who has gone home to our Lord. Um, I want you to tell us a little bit about this and how um, how this all came together. First, tell us a little bit about why him, of course, his name. I want you to share the name because hearing it from sure. you is going to be so important. So tell us about this and then we're going to play it. Sure. Well, thank you. Yeah. So this song, uh, I titled it Love and Be Merciful. So this song, it's, a, it's an instrumental orchestral interlude uh, as part of an upcoming album that I'm working on. Uh, I'm, I've released Love and Be Merciful alongside another song called Confession. They kind of go hand in hand. And Bishop Fulton J. Sheen, mm. right? Bishop Fulton mm -hmm. Sheen, a powerful speaker, life-changing speaker. I mean, you could listen to anything he's, he talks about, and it's like, wow, like it just resonates. And so this album that I'm working on is very much about spiritual warfare, right? Like this idea that Satan that clearly doesn't want marriages and families to kind of be a thing in mm -hmm. our world. And so this album leans into that idea of spiritual warfare using, uh, you know, difficulties my wife and I endured. And I felt like Fulton Sheen, there was just this pull to, to as I've listened to his talks over the years, to incorporate his messages, to incorporate his, his narratives in you know kind of in between the vocal singing songs so right there'll be like this orchestral interlude with fulton sheen there and then another song that i will be singing with my own lyrics and kind of flip-flopping or alternating um to kind of tie to tie the spiritual components together that marriage is not just a piece of paper right like right. this is a real this is a real spiritual experience and Satan doesn't want that, right? Exactly. And so there's this idea of surrendering it to God. Mm -hmm. And so this this track, this song, Love and Be Merciful, is all about how it was sort of an instrumental response to this idea that, you know, God alone is love, like yeah. just God. You know, yeah. Yeah. God is love. Yeah, I love it. Listeners, you are now going to hear the voice of our beautiful Bishop Fulton Sheen and the beautiful music together with Tony Manfredonia and just be prepared to be wowed, blessed, and I hope as you hear these words spoken by Bishop Sheen that you just take it to heart. So again, this beautiful song, Love and Be Merciful. Remember that no human being in the world is love. God alone is love. We creatures are just lovable, and only to a limited degree. When the creature begins to take the place of the creator and is made to stand for love, then marriage turns to hate. They're in a fruitless and constant search for the infinite in the finite, God incarnality. 
different is real love? In love, poverty becomes integrated to riches. In real love, the need becomes the fulfillment, and the yearning becomes the joy. But love is sole contact with another for the sake of perfection. I have to tell you, when I was listening through this, as you sent me the, the recordings before our, our conversation today, when I heard his voice and I heard that message again, it just, it resonated with me as well. Um, when a husband and wife step out in faith and vulnerability, like you're doing with your music, and especially with this focus of marriage, true love, what that means to be love, um, it, it's very reminiscent of when my husband joined our ministry almost 20 years ago and sharing our story of living through the pain of infidelity and feeling that sense that we were somehow the only people who had ever dealt with it. And then the more we shared our story and the healing grace and mercy that God brought through such a difficult time, it was magnificent to see that not only were we not alone, but by sharing our story, we were able to be a tool of healing for others who maybe otherwise wouldn't have found that healing. And right. so thank you for your um, your openness to share all of this and the vulnerability and just the beauty of it. And can we go next to confession? Because I know you said yes. these two kind of tag each other. Let's go to that one next. Tell us about it, sure. and then we're going to listen to it. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing your story just now. You're bringing me to tears a little bit, honestly, because <laughs> like the whole – the whole purpose of this album and this these these songs, Love of the Merciful Confession and and others that I'll be releasing leading up to the album release, um, was very much inspired by a very you know a, a similar difficulty of just anger. In fact, like the, our situation was anger, right? And so mm -hmm. I feel nervous and vulnerable saying this right now, but I just I was dealing with so much. Uh, anger and hatred and just it was stored inside my body I don't even know from what for why or however it happened mm -hmm. but again I truly believe that there was you know we were under attack like absolutely. Satan was just trying to rip us apart yep, absolutely um, and it was the, it got to this point there was this there was this moment we were like at wit's end and it got to this point where I just I was I had to turn to something there was there was nothing left so I turned to prayer and so that's that was the turning point. So we 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 prayed together. We went to our, our parish priest. Uh, we prayed. You know, he prayed over us in in many ways. Uh, and and um, I I kid you not, there was like this miraculous change. Like it was like the next day. Like I have I have never felt that level of anger ever since then. It's been it's it was a miraculous shift. And so Confession is a song about that turning point of when I was at my lowest point, turning to the Lord saying, like, I need you, you know, mm -hmm. I need you now because we we are so close to just falling out completely. Like, mm -hmm. there's nothing left but me and you, God, like, please help. Oh, amazing. Listeners, today you are in for just a time of grace and blessing. And again, as you hear Tony sing the song Confession, I just pray that you will let down whatever it is you might be holding on to in your life as an individual, as a married couple, and just be blessed now as he sings for us Confession. Lord, I don't know which way I am going. 
Lord, it feels like I'm lost out on the ocean. Lord, I know that everything I did was wrong. And now it feels like one more minute and she's gone. When the snow falls and her gaze starts to glisten in the moon, when her mind's eye becomes my starlight, illuminating truth, is this what's left? A missed heartbeat, I can't forget what she gave me, and here I stand, frozen to the bone. It's amazing how how the Lord allows us sometimes these things with a clear vision like like you have and uh and in that moment I, I love that phrase I had nothing else I could do but pray right? right and it's funny how when we find ourselves on our knees we are in that weakest moment and yet in those words of St. Paul, when I am weakest, that's when I'm the strongest because I get out of the way of God and I allow God to begin that healing process. And right. so thank God for you and your wife that you found that place of prayer, that you found that strength in being able to call out to God and to... Uh, um, to find that footing again, and not only find the footing, but be able to share it in the way that you have. And so, um, so thank you for that. 
And listeners, for those of you who have just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist and author, Julie Carrick. And today, my very special guest, Tony Manfredonia, is with us sharing some amazing music from a number of records. And for his music and for all of the music and, and the stories of the artists we share, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the site. The toll-free number is one 888 And we want to connect you with Tony. And Tony, would you also give us your website directly? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you. It's ManfredoniaMusic.com. Dot com. So my last name, music.com. Perfect, perfect. And that link is going to be there or go directly to his his page. But we want to make sure we get you connected because I have a feeling that um, that there is a great blessing as you come to do events in parishes and workshops and things around the country. We want to make sure we get you connected with as many people as possible. Um, and I think the next song we're going to go to, I feel like it's just kind of flowing through today. Um, in good time, in good and bad times. Let's go to that one next. Yes, great. So in good and bad times, this song, uh, also part of my first album called Rosewater, it's very similar to this, the, you know, the, the last song, Confession, and this idea of when times get tough, you know, we're human, we make mistakes. And especially in marriage, there has to be the cycle of sorrow and mm-hmm. forgiveness. There has to be this cycle of, you know, honey, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Right. And so this song is about that. So when my when my wife's health was not the greatest, you know, that adds more stress. And I say things I don't mean to say. And, you know, it just it just there's this there's this cyclical uh, event that takes place and it's it's by saying you know pulling myself back okay what did I say on the altar in good times and in bad times I will love and honor you all the days of my life and so the concept of that vow that we lay out before God was kind of the, the inspiration for this song and in fact fun little uh, Easter egg here but <laughs> the the melody that you'll hear at the end uh, when I'm singing in good and bad times it's actually the same melody that I put then into the instrumental track from before called Love and Be Merciful with Fulton Sheen. It's the same melody. It's it's the same melodic component to kind of tie these albums together, to kind of tie this continuity of marriage and sorrow and forgiveness and kind of laying it all down before God to tie that together. So for the musical people out there, uh, if you <laughs> listen to both, you 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 might pick up on that. Oh, beautiful. I love that. And yes, I did pick up on that. <laughs> it is a beautiful, and I, I do, I mean, truly, because in those words of Fulton Sheen, when you go back and listen to that, and then you hear the intent of the song with that melodic tie together, it's perfect. So listeners, just again, be blessed right now as Tony sings for us in good and bad times. Here I am on my knees again Regretfully Doesn't change the course of history Even when You need nothing more than charity Still I turn the other way Oh, I turn the other way 
Still I stand Still I'll poison me to set the end Cause what I think Is so distant from reality Oh, oh, oh. 
Marvelous, marvelous. Um, we've got a couple Thank left you. to chat about today. Um, which one do you want to go to next? Lost at Sea or Praying Goodnight? Let's do, let's do Lost at Sea. Okay. <laughs> Set this one up for us. Yeah, so Lost at Sea, uh, as I mentioned earlier in this in this chat, it was a couple years ago. We we tragically lost my father-in-law, um, and I'm, when that happened, there was this, there was just grief, you know, processing in my own heart, and of course processing in my wife's heart, and it's two two very different things you know so of course she being the the biological daughter right will we'll process that very differently than me being the son-in-law um and so this is part of my ep called also called lost at sea where it was just this reflection on grief but i really wanted to lean into i was like how can i as an artist lean into the thing that i know and live and breathe the most. And for me, that's the orchestra, right? For me, that's the orchestral sound. Um, and so Lost at Sea is very much just a big uh, reflection on this idea of grief. But also, you know, there's this lyric, uh, this ship we found, this ship we found being the Lord, the grace of God, right? That the, even the chorus says it's God's, you know, God's in control in a sense like that's that's essentially the message like no matter what happens no matter how we lose our lives God is is ultimately in control and so that's the that's the underarching message of this song oh beautiful that is a great way to describe it and for those who have suffered loss um, I think you really will attach with this song and so again to take these few moments of just prayerful um, just let your ear be this, this little doorway for this prayer to enter um, as the music touches your heart. As, uh, as Tony sings for us now, Lost at Sea. Lost at sea, wishing you could be coming back home with a smile, even with support. You're floating back and forth, swimming mile after mile. And now it's gravity's turn, and God. And now, no 
this ship we found you I feel like our lives are like in a <laughs> an unusual parallel um, my own father passed away it's been two and a half years ago and okay. to watch um, to watch him in those just that very short period of time that he was ill and then died and I'm talking days not weeks or months and right. just to lose him in a matter of days and he and my husband were very very dear friends and even as close as they were in so many years of us being family through marriage, as close as they were, it is a very different type of loss. It's a very different type of grieving. And to be able to, um, to, be able to name that and to, to acknowledge in family that the relationships, although we're all related, each one does have a very unique connect. And so to be able to assist each other through those times of loss is so important. And right. it was one of the things that I I had to learn from because I took that phrase, I'm the, bio uh, the biological daughter who lost her daddy. And right. my husband, although he was mourning him, I always I was almost aggravated like he's my daddy, you know, it's my right. daddy that we lost and I didn't realize until I was able to sit with my husband and let him talk through his grief as well to realize how much he too needed to share that. And right. it was amazing and so that really does resonate with me and I just I just want to thank you for writing the song. It's absolutely beautiful. So thank you for sharing your thoughts and it's honestly that's yeah. This is the kind of this is the whole this is why I want to I, I write these messages, you mm -hmm. know, the, these these tough these tough times in life. I, I don't know. There's some there's something about being able to connect with others through that that is mm -hmm. somehow uplifting, you know, like it's OK, we can connect through the challenging things that that uplifts us in, mm -hmm. in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the music is such a powerful gift and tool of the Holy Spirit. 
Um, in the words of my dear friend, Bishop Thomas Olmsted here in Phoenix, um, he always encouraged me to continue to use music as part of the ministry. A lot of what we do, as you know, is the spoken word. We go to events, we present evenings of reflection or concerts or whatever, but speaking about those pieces in between is important. But there is something about the musical element that takes the message of whatever it is we are sharing from the head to the heart. And right. without music, many times we lose the emotional aspect that is such a powerful sense of of healing, of teaching, of sharing, of growing, all the different things that we hope to do through our various ministries. And so, um, yes, please keep writing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll be, I'll be doing my best. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we go to your last song, just very quickly, I have to tell you, I'm also from Michigan. <laughs> No kidding. Where, where, where from Michigan? So I love to I love to do this little test for people. Have you heard of Free Soil? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard of Manistee and Ludington? Oh yes. Okay, Definitely. so it's right between them. It's a little okay. tiny farm town between Ludington and Manistee. So now wow. you're you're on, I believe, the east side of the state, correct? Uh, north northwest lower peninsula so oh, okay. Koski, so right okay. right southwest of the bridge there okay so th are, would you be called a troll i i think so okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm relatively odd to ask my wife if she would know <laughs> i love it so for those who are not from michigan there's the upper and lower peninsula and when you live on that very northern part of the lower peninsula the people on the upper peninsula or the mackinac bridge as they call it um, call those on the lower peninsula the trolls. So if you're close yes. enough to the north. <laughs> so I have to have some fun trivia when I have Michigan people on. So, But I've been, yeah. I've been in Arizona for many, many years. But Michigan is still my home state. It's just a beautiful, yeah. beautiful place. I, but... I love it. I love it. I yeah. love it here. Uh, it's, a, it's very beautiful. So is Arizona, though. I, it is. Fact, as we speak right now, my parents are in uh, Phoenix, Arizona on a little vacation. So. Oh, marvelous. Well, now look at that. Okay, the Lord yeah. has, oh my goodness, Tony. <laughs> the Lord has chosen the perfect time for us to meet, and this is beautiful. Yes, no kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, so my home is in Scottsdale, so I, I'm right on the oh, edge amazing. of, yeah, right on the edge of Phoenix. So, all right, we have time for your last song. Uh, would you set this one up for us and tell us why and what Praying Goodnight is all about? Yes. So Praying Goodnight is the last song on the Lost at Sea EP that I released. It's a short, you know, four track EP. It's the last song on there. Very similar to what I mentioned before about how in confession, I was on my knees, you know, like beckoning, Lord, help us out. This Praying Goodnight is a reflection of sort of how I was viewing my wife while she was grieving her dad, you know, where there was this kind of final effort of like when it feels like there was nothing left she could do but pray, you know, this idea of she wished she could turn back time. You know, it, there's that all the stuff that comes with grief, you know, all the things you could have said, all the things you wish you had done or maybe even hadn't done or whatever it may be. You know, mm -hmm. grief is just such an, an, an interesting, painful experience. And so praying goodnight was was while watching her during those first few months. It was just a very succinct reflection of that. Like, there's nothing more that you can do. And there's something, sometimes not even anything else you are able to do, but mm -hmm. pray. Right. So that's yeah. what this is about. Oh, listeners, be blessed as Tony sings for us now, praying good night. Every day. 
day you crawl home to find yourself at night praying to lose yourself in sleep to find a sense of Thank you, Tony. Thank you so, so much for sharing your music, for um, making this connection today with our listeners through your beautiful lyric, the beautiful melodies, and the way that you have just really um, stepped outside of the box. It's just such a unique and beautiful sound. And I just want to say thank you again for taking the time to join us today on We Sing Our Faith. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It's, 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 a, it's an honor. Oh, well, thank you. And again, listeners, please go to WeSingOurFaith.org, WeSingOurFaith.org, and we will have a link there for ManfredoniaMusic.com so that we can connect you with Tony to be able to not only um, buy his music, to get his music into your hands, but to look at in the very near future of bringing him into your parish or for a special event in your Catholic community. And if I could ask for prayer for myself this week, I would greatly appreciate it as I am in the middle of all of the Lenten missions. This week, I'm coming to you from Our Lady of Guadalupe Church in Silvis, Illinois. And on Wednesday, I will be flying overseas to Germany to serve the community in Stuttgart for the military community there for a number of events. Um, their evenings of reflection, um, a parish mission, as well as a women's conference. So if you would keep me in prayer for safe travel, I would greatly appreciate it. And of course, for all of the artists and speakers with Carrick Ministries as we travel throughout the world um, regularly, but especially during Lent. If you would just keep us lifted up in prayer, we would greatly appreciate it. Safe travel and good missions. And of course, listeners, as always, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Celebrating the culture of life, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Hi, it's Trent Horn, host of the Council of Trent podcast. Come join me and my fellow apologetics fans at a trivia competition March 25th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Texas Room in Carrollton. I'll be hosting and you'll be answering. Buy your tickets at rcahybrid.org forward slash Dallas dash Texas. That's rcahybrid.org forward slash Dallas dash Texas. Dinner, drinks, prizes and more all in support of Regina Chaley Academy. 
Catholic Daughters in Capel are hosting their second annual spring market on March 25th from 9am to 3pm at St Anne Parish. Kick off your bunny slippers and hop on over with your gal pals for a day of shopping extravaganza. They will have a family Easter basket raffle, fresh baked treats and unique items for family, friends and home. Save the date, March 25th at 700 East Sandy Lake Road, under the clock tower. See you there. Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at absoluteptg.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. With praise and thanksgiving to Almighty God, the Catholic Diocese of Fort Worth announces the Transitional Diaconate Ordination Mass of Eric H. Flores and Benjamin H. Grothaus on Saturday, March 25th at 10 a.m. at St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Flower Mound. All are invited to attend this special event for the Diocese of Fort Worth. Please contact the Vocations Office at 817-945-9321 for more information or questions. St. Joseph is the patron saint of home and family. At My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine, we support the Guadalupe Radio Network's mission of honoring and supporting home and family as longtime sponsors of KATH 910 AM. We're Bob and Norma Duane, owners of My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine. We'd be honored to speak with you about all your mortgage needs. We can be reached at 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. We're an equal housing lender, NMLS 265303. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. 